It's Franchise Friday on the She Turned Entrepreneur podcast, where each week I share the stories of our favorite franchise brands. Today, I'm introducing you to Homevestors. Are you one of those people who love real estate, would love to invest, but don't know how to get in the game? This may be just the point of entry you need, and for more reasons than you might imagine. Listen in to hear the many benefits of affiliating with the We Buy Ugly Homes brand. Are you looking for an extra boost of inspiration while you chase your dreams? It's not always easy to stay motivated while you're balancing a career and home life, but that's exactly what we're doing. My name is Dory Stewart, and this is the She Turned Entrepreneur Podcast. Around here, we like to talk about business, marketing, motherhood, and so much more. I've been called the teacher turned entrepreneur, which is totally true. I was working as a high school STEM teacher when I saw a need and came up with a solution. That idea became a business that I was able to build into a multi-million dollar global brand. Now I'm using the knowledge and experiences I've gained to show other women that they can do it too. Being an entrepreneur can be a lonely and intimidating road at times. Thankfully, you don't have to do this by yourself. It doesn't matter where you're currently at on the path. Having someone cheering you on makes a world of difference to get to the next step. I love that I can bring that to you here. If you're ready to build the life you've been dreaming of, stay tuned as we dig deep into what it takes to turn into a true entrepreneur. Today's episode is brought to you by Zencaster. As most podcasters understand, podcasting remotely can be challenging, but it doesn't have to be. Zencaster's all-in-one web-based solution makes the process quick and painless, the way it should be. If you know me, you know I'm obsessed with quality and Zencaster provides crystal clear sound and gorgeous HD video. Not to mention it's easy to use, even for my guests who aren't that tech savvy. There's nothing to download, they just click on the link and we start recording. Zencaster is all about making your podcasting experience easy and with everything from local recording to automatic post productions in the tool, you don't have to leave your browser to get the episode done. I want you to have the same easy experience as I do for all my podcasting and content needs. If you go to zen.ai forward slash she turned entrepreneur and enter promo code she turned entrepreneur, you'll get 30% off your first three months. That's zen.ai forward slash she turned entrepreneur. It's time for you to share your story. I am excited to introduce you today to my guests. Lauren is the Franchise Growth Director for Homevestors of America, and Tanise is a franchisee. Lauren and Tanise, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Thanks Jordan. So let's start off, Lauren, by giving a little bit of your background and how you ended up with Homevestors. So my background was um, I was 17 years in franchising with another system, and I actually left that system and became an entrepreneur uh, and did uh, my own my own world for about 10 years, where I was a professional speaker, author, and uh, did business coaching for small businesses. And then along the way, a friend of mine said, there's an opportunity here back at Homevestors. So I did corporate to entrepreneur, and now I'm back in corporate, and I absolutely love it. Homevestors is a uh, terrific company that impacts uh, our franchisees, but also impacts communities and changes lives. So glad to be here. Been here for almost a year now. 
That's exciting. Well, I'm excited to dive into all things home investors. But before we dive in, Denise, let's uh, share with the listeners your background and how that led you to becoming a franchisee. Wonderful. Thank you, Dory. Uh, so my background, Denise Myers, uh, corporate technology sales uh, for the last 23 years. Um, some of the, you know, maybe one of the companies you've heard is Microsoft. I was with them for the last 10 years of my 23. Uh, really corporate enterprise sales working with, um, you know, enterprise level customers across the U.S., um, I had a lot of fun with that. I, I learned a ton, but I got to my point where I was looking for something a little different. And that's where I, I've always had that passion for real estate. And that's what led me to Homebesters. My husband in the background was doing uh, real estate investing on the side, turned that into a business. And he got to a point where he either had to hire more people or maybe I could retire from the corporate technology world and move over and work with him. And so three years ago, three and a half years ago now, um, I retired from Microsoft and I have, could not be happier now. The, the, the growth that we've now experienced, um, both myself personally as well as together, has been exciting. That is exciting. And your background led you to be uniquely uh, situated in this franchise. So congratulations. Thank you. Let's share with the listeners, in case they don't know about Homevestors, a little bit of background in the history of the brand. Sure. So Homevestors was formed in 1996. And Homevestors is the name you may not recognize, but our brand is the name you may recognize. And that is the We Buy Ugly Houses. Um, our founder, Ken D'Angelo, uh, found he owned a real estate uh, agency broker in Dallas. And he found a situation where people wanted to sell their house fast. And so he created uh, Homevestors and then ultimately franchised it so that, you know, he saw the part of the market where people wanted fast cash for their house. And the brand came about the We Buy Ugly Houses. But in reality, Dory, what really happens, it's, it's the ugly situations that people find themselves in that uh, they may have a pretty house, but it may be an ugly situation and we help with that. Um, and so we have about 1200 franchisees across the country. Uh, we've bought since, you know, we just celebrated our 25th anniversary. We have, a, uh, have bought 125,000 houses through the years. And uh, so we're America's number one cash home buyer. You know, it's genius branding. You know, you uh, you see a sign, <laughs> the We Buy Ugly Houses sign, and you're not going to forget it. It's very smart. <laughs> yes, yes. And it has served us well, as well as our mascot, Ugg, which is the caveman. And so uh, if so, Denise and I have, you know, Homevestor shirts on right now. But if we wear the I buy ugly houses or I love ugly houses with the with the caveman, we get stopped at the grocery store for sure. <laughs> I love that. So tell me, what does the day what does a day in the life of a franchisee look like? So I'll take that one. That's a wonderful question, Dory. And, and I think the answer to that is it's it depends. And that's another exciting piece of what Homevestors offers the franchisee. You can be an individual owner and, and do it all. You can grow your team and, and 
right locally in the area. And then from having a buyer to an office team member to a project manager, you can look at your business and grow it any way you want to. So a day in a life really depends upon what you want to do within your business specifically. So for me and my business, um, I started off in the field going, picking up the phone, taking the phone calls from people in that ugly situation, uh, looking for an alternative to putting their house on the market. So I've been out in the field. Um, Paul and I have grown our business and now a day in a life is greatly different than when we first started three and a half years ago. So it really comes down to what do you want to get out of your business? Um, and you need to look at it like a business, just like anything else. Any franchise owner, any franchise, whether you're looking at Jimmy John's or it doesn't matter, you've got to show up and do the work. <laughs> and so if you're willing to do that, uh, you will be successful. So it's exciting to be able to look at that day in the life and what do I want to accomplish today in my business? What do I want to accomplish in 30 days? What do I want to accomplish in six months to a year? I love that flexibility. And let me jump in there too. I mean, the, the business is real estate investing. And so it's, it's you know, going, as Tini said, buying the house, going in and, and meeting with people and buying the houses. But it, at the franchisee level, at Tanisa's level, she and her husband decide what is this house? What's going to happen with this house? Are we going to fix it up and, you know, flip it? Um, are we going to just sell it to an investor? Or are we going to hold it for a rental? And so at the franchisee level, they decide you know, it's their business. And so they get to decide, uh, you know, how that's going to happen with each one of those homes. Excellent. So I wonder, do you have much competition in your space? There is a lot of competition. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, but that's normal. Like any, any business out there, there's competition. And it really pushes us to look at the business um, holistically, and what can we do to differentiate ourselves from the competition? Um, and the big one at the end of the day is our national brand name. It's a trusted name versus the average investor who's walking in off of the street. We don't know who they are. That really is, at the end of the day, the biggest competitive advantage that we have. Yeah, and that's it's such a great advantage to be part of a franchise system, isn't it? Because really, really, Dory, if you think about it, it's a proven system. We, it's the system that we've created 25 years ago, and every year it continues to prove itself no matter, you know, what market, uh, you know, whether we have 170 markets across the U.S., um, and no matter what market is or what the real estate market is doing, it's still a proven system that, you know, a new franchisee just plugs into and follows the system. Yeah, so you mentioned following the system and, and having all those years of experience. So how does that translate into the training and support that you provide the franchisees? So in Homebusters, we have a week-long training in Dallas when somebody comes on board and it's hands-on for five days uh, with other new franchise owners. And in fact, we just uh, had uh, one recently and we had four husband and wife teams in, which was awesome. And uh, so we have that, but then, you know, following that, we have some virtual training. Uh, we have uh, two 
uh, annual convention, we, excuse me, we have two annual events. One is in December, one is in June that uh, the franchise owners all come to. Uh, and then we do weekly uh, you know, podcasts and things that they can plug into. Uh, but there's an, a special element that we've added into the Homevestor franchise system. And I'm going to let Denise talk about that because she's one of those special people that helps make that happen. <laughs> so uh, Lauren is talking about a development agent. And so you're, you're right. We I had to work towards that particular um, role or position within Homevestors. And when I first started, I didn't really fully understand what a development agent and the impact that they could have until, again, when I first started, I met with my development agent. Uh, there was Carl Bassett right out of uh, Las Vegas, and I had to fly in. I'm in Washington State. I had to fly down to my local development agent. That was the closest one, right, at the time. Uh, and so I'd fly in and we'd spend time with him, go out in the field with him. At the end of the day, he wanted us to be successful to go out and buy houses. So what did I need from him in order to, to be successful? My needs are going to be different from someone else, another franchisee. So today I am a local development agent for Washington and Idaho states. Um, as new franchisees come into the territory, which we've got open, open spaces available, um, as new franchisees come into the territory, I help onboard and train them locally in the field. So you have a combination of corporate training as well as local field training. And so if that franchisee asks questions, what do you need from me to be successful? Do you need me to go out in the field with you? Let's listen to some phone calls together. Let's, uh, let's review how the, the, the appointment went. What could we have done differently? What did you hear? What did I hear? Um, there's so much more to just picking up the phone and answering it. There's so much more. At the end of the day, it is about the seller. It is about them, not about the house. They've called us for a specific reason. And like Lauren said earlier, it may not be about the ugly house. It could be a very ugly situation that they're in. They're stuck. They're scared. They're frustrated. They genuinely need some help to get out of their situation. And we've got to be able to listen to what they need in order to help them move forward. That development agent locally can help them, help the franchisees come in, figure out what's going on and help the franchisees be successful. Because at the end of the day, I want them out there buying houses and helping the, uh, the sellers as, as they move on to. What a great value to the franchisees to have not only support from the home office, but to have someone in the field who's also a franchisee and feeling their pain, going through the same things that they're going through. I mean, that's that's unique in franchising. Yeah, it is, Dorian. It really is, we believe, our differentiating factor, if you will. I'm going to add one more piece to that, too. And again, this is a differentiator factor that I didn't realize until probably six months into being a franchise owner within Homevestors. Lauren touched on this earlier. There are 1,200 plus or minus franchisees nationally. So as a franchisee, I can reach out to any other franchisee nationally. If I know, if I, if I find out that a franchisee has 1,000 plus rentals and that's a goal that I want, I can pick up the phone and reach out and talk to this particular franchise owner and go, how did you do this? What would you do differently? <laughs> I'm just starting off getting my rental portfolio built, but 
what would you recommend or some tips and tricks? And they'll have an open, honest conversation with you. You want to talk about having a network and a mentor system nationally. I never knew that was available on an investor side for real estate until I joined Homevestors. And believe me, I tap into that all the time. So the example, Dory, that that uh, Tadisa is talking about as well is, um, you know, Homevestors, she touched on the trusted brand. One of the things that we believe is, uh, the independent real estate investor that's out there, um, they, you know, they are challenged by two things. One is getting leads, getting, you know, finding out those off-market properties. And because of our advertising and the signs and the branding, um, our phone rings. And so, uh, so that is a real plus for our franchisees. The second thing is that we help is with the lending. So we have example, seven preferred lenders that will lend 100% of the house purchase, as well as the repairs. Uh, you know, again, we do a discount buy when we buy the homes, but that take those are two major problems that a independent outside of home investor, uh, you know, inve- home investors investor would find. And so we help take that off the table. Um, key differentiating factors as well. That's amazing so many benefits to being a franchisee and one of the my favorite things about the franchising industry itself is being able to contact other individual business owners who are going through what you're going through but maybe have had an experience or have uh, accomplished something you're looking to accomplish so that networking amongst the franchisees i love that so much so tell me who is your ideal franchisee? What are you looking for? So it really is um, a people person, somebody that is okay to go into the living room or sit at the kitchen table with you know the seller uh, and be empathetic and understand a creative problem solver, somebody who's um, kind of a go-getter, you know, uh, but real comfortable with people. Um, They don't have to be a strong sales type. Uh, They they really just have to be empathetic toward people. Um, And so from our perspective, the home office, you know, 50% of the people that come in have real estate background and 50% of the people do not. I would agree with you, Lauren. It is because at the end of the day, it is about the seller and being able to be able to just sit down with them and be real and have a real conversation. And not all sellers are, when they call you, not all sellers are going to be ready emotionally or mentally to have that real conversation. So it could take some time to get that person to open up and feel like they can trust you to have that level of conversation. So finding that type or having, knowing that that's something that you can do is fantastic. Now, if you can't do that, and you know that's not one of your strengths. Again, a beautiful piece about this business is if you have the passion for the real estate and you want to do this, you can come in and do this and then you can hire someone that has those types of traits and can come in and sit down and be empathetic with the seller. So it just depends upon what you want to do within your business and where you want to take it. And women do well in this business just because of that, because we get that whole empathetic piece. So we actually have two buyers on our, I have two franchises, one in in Seattle territory and one in the Spokane, Northern Idaho territory. And we have a woman buyer in Seattle and a woman buyer in uh, our Spokane and Northern Idaho. Now we would have hired a man. Absolutely. The qualifications were the same either way, uh, but we had our applicants that came in and both the women just fit the role and they were the best, best team member for, for the role. I love that. 
So talk to me about the franchise fee and initial investment. So the franchise fee, uh, we have two levels. Dory, one is an associate level and one is a full. Um, the associate level is 39,000 is the franchise fee. Um, and we have you know, ongoing monthly fees and transaction fees based on the volume. Um, and then we have a second level, which is a full, which is at 80,000. Um, and really the difference between the two is uh, the ongoing transaction fees. There are different levels. Uh, and there's an associate, um, there's a, an associate royalty fee on the, the lower one. Um, and then we have most of our franchisees come in at the 39,000, the associate level, because they want to keep their, their uh, capital, if you will, for advertising and working capital, if you will, to get started. And we're totally fine with that. Um, the, you know, so in, in general, um, you know, need a net worth of at least, you know, 90 to 100,000 uh, liquid dollars uh, coming in and, uh, uh, and kind of go from there. The biggest expense a franchisee has is the advertising. Is there anything that you would like to share with the listeners maybe that I haven't asked? I'll, I'll share one more piece story. And, and this is, you know, at the, at the end of the day, if, if real estate is something that you want to get into, get out of your own way because there's something holding you back. If, if you're not there yet, uh, this is the biggest thing. What is the obstacle holding you back to, to, to be able to make that step? Is it yourself? If it is, figure out a way to get out of your own self way and uh, pick up the phone, start making some phone calls. What do you need to do in order to make that next step? Um, if I could go back, I would go back and I would have started this 10 years ago, 15 years ago. I really would have, um, but I didn't. Uh, and uh, that's okay. We're here now today. That's a huge testament to the brand that you say you wish you had started 10 years earlier. Yep. yep. And I would, um, I would offer if you're, uh, again, if you're looking to leave a stable, you know, position, um, or, you know, again, the, the illusion of it being stable in today's world, you don't know what's stable or not, but in looking to become an entrepreneur, um, if you're looking to build wealth, and you're looking for what I call freedom and or flexibility in your schedule. But most importantly, and I think Denise kind of touched on this, if you believe in yourself, meaning you're ready to get out of your comfort zone and you're ready to take on something new, um, this is a great brand to do that with. Um, and becoming a franchise, it you know, following a proven system is way better uh, than trying to do it on your own, uh, Dory, for all the reasons you talked about earlier. But uh, again, uh, believe in yourself and make the leap. Yes, love that. Thank you so much, Lauren and Denise, for joining me on the podcast today and sharing Homevestors with us. Thank you, Dory. I appreciated the time and the opportunity. This was fun, exciting. Thanks, Dory. I hope you enjoyed this episode with Denise and Lauren as much as I did. Here are my top takeaways. Number one, branding is everything. Mascots and catchy logos go a long way towards visibility. Number two, developing a reputation and profile is gold when it comes to differentiating. Number three, when it comes to franchises, competitors are up against a proven system that gives customers confidence. Number four, at the end of the day, sales is more about you than what it is you're selling. Number five, Franchise models offer a network of resources and shared experiences that is unavailable to independent businesses. And number six, 
franchise models offer a great way to take an entrepreneurial risk while benefiting from the support of a tried and true network and system. If you want more, head on over to DoriStewart.com for the show notes and links mentioned in this episode. Are you looking for a group of female entrepreneurs like you to ask questions and bounce ideas? Be sure to join my exclusive community for She Turned Entrepreneur Insiders on Facebook. We could all use some extra support. You can find the link at DoriStewart.com. Thank you so much for listening to the She Turned Entrepreneur podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, share with a friend, or leave a review. I'll see you next week. Thank you.